want to go out and walk and sweat. Is that a thing that we're doing? We should totally do that. Did you put them into a sauna and left them there? Super, 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 super vaguely. Hi there, welcome to the Reading Queens podcast and the official start of season three. I am excited. Woo! <laughs> yeah, um, we are excited for all kinds of reasons. Uh, this episode is an exclusive Patreon treatment, is getting an exclusive Patreon treatment as well. So like if you guys are listening to this on Wednesday, um, you could have listened to it on Monday and watched the video of us recording it and hang out with us. So I will leave a link to our Patreon below, but I just wanted to like get that out of the way really fast. part of the Queen's Court. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Come be part of the Queen's Court. <laughs> yes, for uh, sure. <laughs> Is that a thing that we're doing? We should totally do that. It yeah. is. Let's All call. our tears have names. <laughs> what? Kristen. Kristen's a little behind. I should totally pay attention. <laughs> I like it. Wait, Kristen. I didn't know either, Kristen. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Rose. Well, I actually read it, but I just, uh, Okay, you guys, I actually do it out make, loud. Is yeah, special. I make announcements, okay? <laughs> don't, don't think that I don't actually tell them <laughs> what's going on. There are announcements. But anyway, uh, by the way, hi, I'm Valia. I'm Kristen. I'm Rose. I'm Stacy. Yeah, and we're losing our minds already. This yeah, is going to be a great episode. <laughs> um, it's my favorite. It's fine. Uh, but today we are having kind of a bit of a writing author chat, which we haven't done in a while. So I'm excited. We're going to have some specific questions we're going to answer, but then just going to chat about writing and authoring and everything else because that's who we are. And yeah let's get started uh first of all how are you how is life good in oregon it is still rainy and it's june so oh. come on son who <laughs> oh, you want some and strawberries you can have some of mine what volume <laughs> oh i said you can have some of my oh, son it's been over 100 oh, degrees yeah. and i'm dying if so. we're like in the high 60s i'm so excited Oh, see, that's like my perfect mm. weather. And I, well, it is. Like, I write so right much now. better. Oh, yeah, come here. It's going to be warm in retreat. Texas, too, right? It is so hot over here, okay. and I love it. And I love the sun, and I want it to beat on my body, and I want to go Ooh. out and walk and sweat. <laughs> this is probably the time of the year. Nice. Very specific. This is probably the, the right only stage. time of the year I get to brag. I am in the right state. 77 degrees. Ooh, in Ohio. 77. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like. I don't even think it gets to 70, maybe in the middle of the night right oh. now. But when I go out, when I go to the gym at six o'clock, it's like it was 89 this yes, morning. Yes, exactly. So at six o'clock, I'm like, okay. Anyway. Well, Stacy, we should be at that in the Pacific Northwest and we will be there. It's going to be soon. I feel it. <laughs> Stacy's like, that's okay. <laughs> No, I just want some rain. I want weather. I miss, I miss like actual weather. Actual it, weather. What I still weather. Yeah. What does that mean? What does actual weather mean? Like rain, storms. <laughs> like when it, like when yeah. it changes. You know what I mean? Like, like when you get too, like yeah. rain. When it's like a little bit of gloomy. When it's sunny. Yeah. When you know. Currently, it's just been super hot and windy. Like it's been ridiculously oh, really? windy for some reason, and I'm like, I don't live in California where I went to school because that was windy, and I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Weird. My seven, my seven year old son has been saying lately that he wants to move to Arizona because he knows it's warm there. Uh, so, oh, okay. Did you tell him no, how he, warm? We'll figure it out. We don't. We're, we're not going to move to Arizona. We might move to Florida or somewhere <laughs> there ish eventually, but oh well, that's humid also warm, and, yeah. but yeah, humid. I like it. I like Florida. <laughs> Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, anything else exciting mm -hmm. going on between besides our weather conversation? Um, the only other thing <laughs> exciting going on in my life is I got a Mac. Ooh. Yes, a oh, MacBook yeah. Air, and um, I don't know how to use. I don't know what how color? to use it. It's it's rose. Rose gold. Rose gold, and and I Mine don't know too. how to use it at all, and so <laughs> I haven't even like been using it. We should we should I chat, Rose, because I went through that last year learning how to use mine. So I, yeah, I don't know what I can to help. do. I open it up and I'm like, what? What's happening here? What do I push? <laughs> what? What's? I don't even. I'm frustrated. It's YouTube great, is your though. friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every it's time I'm pretty. like, wait, how do I do that? YouTube it, Google it, whatever. You'll find something that'll explain. It. She needs to be able to Google though. She doesn't know how to you do can, that. No. You can just message me because I've I've. <laughs> 
I had to learn how to use my Mac last year. Yes. Okay, good. So I'm going to reach out to you because I am okay. so lost. I'm so excited. Me to too. I'm a Mac person in case nobody knows that. I am Apple pro- product everything and it's like made my life so much easier. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited too because I have Apple everything. through the brain explosion. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get there first. Uh, yeah. Stacey, anything exciting in your life? Uh, so kiddo is out of school now and um, hubby and kiddo are at Cedar Point today. So they went What's that? Me. Oh, um, a roller coaster park. Ooh, like fun! The oldest roller coaster park in the country, or something. Yeah, even it, I know what that yeah. is. That's it's surprising. <laughs> yeah, it's like historical in the roller coaster. Really? It's like a thing. Is it one of those like wooden roller coasters that they don't make anymore? Um, they have some old ones, but no. Um, it is just a big park that has some like the, um, like the biggest roller coasters. The, they always try to hit their uh, records and stuff for new roller coasters. Nice. But it's kind of like a Coney Island kind of thing, but with bigger rides because um, it's like on a little island. Oh, cool. And there's a beach. Mm. And so. Nice. A beach. Mm-hmm. But it's in Ohio. So, you know, like it's on Lake Erie. It's not exactly the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's sand and it's pretty and it only goes like two feet deep until you get out. To, like, That's perfect. Where the boats yeah. are. But yeah. Yeah. There's okay, no way. So did they, did they leave you behind because of the podcast? Yeah, I would have gone today. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You could have said something. No, no, no. You're fine. We have season te- season tickets, so we just. Oh, okay. I was like, it's only an hour bad, away from us. But... Oh, okay. I didn't know that was that, cl- that close to you. That's cool. I've never been there. I've been to Six Flags, which mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, it's kind of the same, yeah. except it's not on a beach. It's like in the middle of the mountains. Yeah. Um, but that was like one of those things on my list where I'm like, I want to go. And then I just never went when I was in college. So I grew Uh, up on the East coast and there's a bunch of them around there that have been to Mm -hmm. multiple six flags and King's dominion and Bush gardens and all nice. Do you ride the roller coasters, Stacy? Wow. Uh, You need to see my YouTube channel. (laughs) We got stuck at the top of the, one of the tallest roller coasters. Oh Uh, no. (laughs) That is terrifying. We pulled out our phone and we're like, hey. No, I mean, it was scary, but yeah, we survived. Right. It's fine. That's okay. true. Would you like me to link your YouTube channel Ooh, yeah. to this? <laughs> we'll link the, the Got Stuck on Top of Millennial Force video. Yeah, there you go. That works. Um, yeah, so nothing exciting going on here. As you can see, I've started to rearrange my bookshelves, so that's happening. It's stressing me out. <laughs> it's like in disarray right now. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. Um, so we're just going to dive into our author-centric episode now. I'm excited. Dive in. <laughs> dive in. <laughs> Rose is diving in, uh, for those of you who can't see her. Um, I think she's like, Whoa. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going. <laughs> okay. She's clawing the screen. She's, yeah. Um, but those of you who are new to our podcast, we are authors. Hello. Welcome. Um, and... This kind of a topic is fun for us because, like, personally, I just love listening to other authors talk about author things. Like, it just makes me happy and then also inspired. So anytime we can have, like, a chat like that, it's, like, really fun for me. Um, So we're just going to do some frequently asked questions and see where the conversation takes us. Um, Yeah, so we're going to go around the room. Kristen's going to go first and it's going to answer this very important question. What inspired your current project? Talk about your inspiration, please. Um, well, for the pod project that is available, which is the Lilac Plague, I actually read, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but I read Shadow and Bone years and years ago, and I had never mm-hmm. heard of it, because um, this was before like Bookstagram and all the things. And I thought I had stumbled upon this little known gem and I contacted my friend. I was like, I just read this book, Shadow and Bone. You're going to love it. You have to read it. And then I, I Googled it and it was a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so I'm not the only one that loves it. Uh, anyway, so I really, really liked the Russian. Um, you know, it's, she. you can tell she pulled things from Russian with from Russian history and I love mm-hmm. history. So I thought I wanted to do something different than um, English medieval, which is what I had always 
you know, was my go-to. And I think a lot of other high fantasy authors go to for their inspiration. So I did um, a couple years probably worth of digging as I was writing um, into Balkan history. And I didn't realize when I had picked Eastern Europe in that area, how closely related it was to Russian history and Russian, um, you know, like culture. So that was, I learned so much through the process and I was really delighted to um, find this, like I, I found like a really particular region that I wanted to focus on and their particular history that I hadn't known. And I thought a lot of, most of my readers are American. I thought a lot of my American readers wouldn't know it either. And so even though it's fantasy, it does pull in some of those elements. And I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. So anyway, that's Very the Lilac cool. Plague. And I would say the inspiration was uh, Shadow and Bone. Wow. That's actually, I don't think you ever shared that before. That's interesting. Oh, well, there you go. Now you know. Now, now I know. I am a real, cool. like, I'm a huge uh, Leah Bardo, Bardugo fan. Like, yeah, I was really excited to see when she got picked up by Netflix. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the sweetest. She totally deserves it. Like, all the hype and everything it's like really yeah. fun that show was so well yeah. done mm-hmm. that definitely i know i'm like ready for season I two i want to see the best they adaptions it. <laughs> so good. they have so much yeah. depth to the story and the mm-hmm. world i just yeah obviously i loved books because they um helped form my an uh, inspiration for my own even though mine is different and i have different my, yeah. my magic system and everything is very very different but just going um venturing into a different culture and being having the opportunity to learn about it was uh, you know that I loved that yeah that's awesome yeah Rose. so um so my series that I actually just completed a few weeks ago is Faye Bloodlines and um it's a four book series and as far as inspiration goes um you know that's a very hard question for me uh to answer because I incorporate a lot of my Hispanic culture into my fantasy, and you don't really see that a lot. Um, And so for me, um, you know, when I started writing my first Faye book, and and I was really inspired by all the queens because they had all written a lot of Faye before me. So, um, you know, I wanted to bring my Hispanic culture into my Faye universe, and, you know, I wanted it to be real and I wanted it to feel real. And so I needed to figure out a way for me to get my um, Hispanic characters into fairy, right? Into my Favenly, which Mm -hmm. is the world that I created. And so in order to do that, I had to write a portal fantasy because I had to have my fae princess meet my amazing and handsome Hispanic character, Julio, um, who can see ghosts and he comes from a long line of curanderos, which is like Hispanic healers that have supernatural powers. And, um, and I had to figure out a way to get him into Favenly. And that was the way, cause that's how, um, that's how he gets over there with his best friend. And then later on, I have more of his family going into Favenly um, and that was hard for me to find inspiration in other books because I haven't really ever seen that. I haven't really seen mm-hmm. the Hispanic culture going into the Fae realm. And um, so if you know something and I don't know, let me know what it is. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I was inspired. I was inspired really by the other, my other queens because um, they are the ones that sparked that really cool idea of taking my Hispanic culture into Favenly, if that makes sense. Aww. Yeah, I mean, you guys, <laughs> you guys inspire me all the time. Yeah, we, I feel like the same exact way, so I love it. Stacy. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, I feel like my brain is split. I'm thinking about two different things. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I started out with the series that I just completed. It was last year, actually, so it's been a while. Um, it's a Faye series also, and I set out to write. I remember thinking, um, I think as the more I write, the more I write, I feel like 
my process changes mm-hmm. and I think a little bit more logically about things sometimes because um, I have so many different sparks of things and I feel like I'm just like piecing together different thoughts and ideas that could make a story. Um, sometimes I have things that are dreams that are songs. Actually, I'm inspired by songs mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so I'll listen to a song and I'll feel something and I like I imagine the scene. And sometimes it'll turn into a story. Sometimes it just washes away. (laughs) Maybe I'll bring it back another day. I don't know. Um, But I remember thinking for the Fae, it was Fae were kind of the thing at the the time. And bully romance and the romance genre were also the thing at the Mm -hmm. time. And I was like, I could do a Fae bully romance. That would be cool. It didn't end up being a Fae bully (laughs) romance. But but at the time, I was like, that's cool. I could do that. And then... Um, I think I talked about this when we did my author interview a while ago, but one of the initial inspirations for Trial of Thorns was I was thinking about um, um, Hunger Games. So in the Hunger Games, there's a scene, I think specifically in the movie, I'm thinking about um, towards the end when um, there's like just Cato, Peta, and Katniss left. And spoilers for Hunger Games. (laughs) 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 And... um, and Cato has, like, the knife up to, to Peter's throat. And he has this moment where he realizes he's going to lose. And it's, like, really emotional. I, like, just love that actor. I think he does, like, such mm-hmm. a good job of it. Um, and he's, like, this desperate moment of, I guess I was going to lose anyway. And then, no, I can still do this. And I remember that moment. And I wanted a relationship between those two people. Um, of, like, the guy who's going to win this competition but then kind of gets betrayed and has that, like, heartbreak moment where he realizes that. And then they have to work together. So that was, like the what I centered the whole story around was that moment and how I wanted to twist wow, it. That's wow, that's cool. cool. I love it. And I feel like you did a good job with that series. So it delivered on the emotional punches. <laughs> I like the emotional Yes, punches. you do like the emotional <laughs> punches. Um, I do think that as we write, the more we write, the more our inspiration you know, changes depending. It, it mm-hmm. is very book for book, which is why when we originally like said that we're going to talk about this question i'm like okay pick a project (laughs) to talk about Mm -hmm. because it does change so much like my first trilogy was because of a song you know what i mean and it's like and then i had like a dream about another book so it's like it's very different this my current one moonlight mate which just came out was the weirdest way to get inspired but also not weird at all because i feel like it happens a lot more often now but it was actually my cover designer she was having um i think it was her cat that was sick or something and so she did like this flash sale on all these pre-mates that she had and so i was like oh here's a wolf cover i'm not gonna (laughs) use it but i will buy it because i wanted to help her you know kind of thing but then the moment I bought it, I was I had this scene and this has happened a couple of times with my books. Like usually this is how I've been getting inspired is when I get like one specific scene between two characters. But this time it was because of a cover and it was literally this girl in a red dress who's a wolf shifter and she's like arguing with another wolf shifter who's the alpha and he's like why do you like red dresses? And she's like because they make me feel pretty. Stop asking. And so it's like <laughs> this like weird scene between two wolf shifters about a dress and literally like that's where it came from (laughs) i love that um so is that the cover you're using on your mm -hmm. book no way yep okay i love it that is the cover that i ended up going with i just i went with it i we just changed the title didn't change anything about it i have four covers to go for this series um, we have one left that we need to do. So book two cover is technically already on Amazon, so you can see it. But my cover designer took my idea with the red dresses and ran with it. And I'm like, yes. And so this whole book, one of the main characteristics is that my very tough, very sassy alpha girl, like she is an alpha female, right? Like she just will not take crap from people. But she loves red dresses. And jewelry and like pretty hair and all this stuff and the wolves just don't get it because they're like (laughs) we don't even like clothes like what is your obsession with dresses and that dynamic like basically was the foundation for trinity and rylan's relationship in my head because they just drive each other 
absolutely nuts like the whole book and the whole series really mm -hmm. so yeah so it was like a two-parter right i saw this cover and then in my head i got this like one scene of them yelling at each other and i'm like we're going with it. <laughs> i love it okay i'm looking at the cover hold on i see it and i've seen it all over but where's book two? Oh, i mean it's linked on amazon so okay, you on. should be able to click on the series name. i mean i love 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 this cover me too mm -hmm. It's yeah. a beautiful cover. I yeah, I was I very love it. honestly so blessed. My cover designer, first of all, is has always been amazing, right? Like she takes my vision and just like makes it amazing. But the fact that this cover like came to me at the right time, mm -hmm. Rose, what is this face? I'm looking at book two. And I'm looking at book two and I'm like, wow. Wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. I love it so much. So yeah. And then I have book three and Sexy. four covers done, and they're so fun. And I think book three cover, she found this specific dress to put on the cover, and I'm like, I am this this dress will confuse Rylan so much that I am literally writing it into the story. Is it red? <laughs> it is red. Yeah, okay. all her dresses are red on every cover. But it's like the way it is, it's not like a regular dress. And for somebody who doesn't understand clothes, like, you know, they would just be like, how does that work exactly? And so, yeah, I'm writing into the story. <laughs> I'm very excited. Oh, I know. Great. Like what? I'm trying to like um, visualize a dress that you don't understand. How does I it will, work? Okay. Okay. Like I will show like... you. I will show you the cover after we're done. Ooh. Okay. So okay. you can see it. Um, Are you going to post it in the Discord? No. <laughs> you have to wait yeah you have to wait for that i will okay i will post it on patreon first i will i have okay. decided yeah, just i will do though. it but it'll be a little bit later because like book two is not even out yet you know yeah, yeah. i just yeah i gotta yeah. give you guys some some kind of uh incentive to come back um i love it but yeah so it is really fun like for me to hear how other stories are inspired so um that's always like really fun. Okay, so number two question is what part of the book is the most fun to write for you, Kristen? Um, no one will be surprised by this. <laughs> so the part that I really actually enjoy is um, a couple things. I love research. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no one is surprised. Yes. Um, if I, I actually, I'll get tweets from my editor sometimes and it will just be Kristen, stop researching. <laughs> and that's all I will say. And she'll be right. I'll be checking my Twitter, just breaking, taking a break from my research. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm writing girl. I'm writing. <laughs> and um, my other favorite part, and I think because in my mind, and I also, I'm an outliner. So by the time I actually get to write my story, I'm super excited. So I love 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 writing the first draft like if i could just write first drafts all the time i would i would have first drafts put out like once a month wow like I, could, I could do that like a hundred thousand words done i can i know you guys have talked about how many words that you have um typed in a day and i have never shared mine because it's a lot and no one would believe me, but it is an, an incredible amount. Once I'm ready to go, I can type really. Well, tell us yeah. Like, what is it? <laughs> In a day? Um, what is it? So when I'm on a roll, I don't sleep. Mm -hmm. So if you think like 24 hours of typing, um, it's a lot. I can't even remember, but I think the last time I did it, it was like 48 hours of writing straight. Oh my gosh. And I did like, I think it was about 70,000 words. 70? Seven yeah. zero. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Which is, I'm like, I can't remember exactly how many it was because it, it's been a while and I, I should have written it down, but it was when I was doing Rose Court, my second one, and I was super ready to do it. Mm -hmm. And I um, get so excited to write the yeah. first draft. I just don't sleep. And I can't sleep until it's done because I'm so excited. Yeah. There's a, there's an author in my, um, like on a local NaNoWriMo group that I met. Mm -hmm. And he's like that where he'll, um, within three days, he's got double NaNoWriMo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I think he takes off the first week. Like he doesn't yeah, work yeah. and sleep and like just. So the, he's the key for me is that I have to have it really well thought out and the first draft yes. needs I try to keep the first draft I try to snowflake it a little bit which is where you start with a little and then you grow you grow the story mm -hmm. um 
And so my outline is usually about uh, it's at least 10,000 words or 18,000 words. And so it's really that outline, it grows from that outline. So I don't know, I, I maybe it's not 70,000, maybe it was more like 50,000, I can't remember, but it was a, a lot. And I don't even know why I am publicly sharing that because I do sound like a crazy person. <laughs> no, you're, I mean, it's not <laughs> crazy because I that's how I write. I've learned that the best way I write is with if I just write. So yeah. I don't outline, right? But if I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this book, like it takes me three to four days to write a whole book. And it'll be usually be like 50 to 60,000 words, but I do sleep mm -hmm. in between. So like, <laughs> you know, so it's like, it, I don't even need caffeine. Like if I'm like, my energy is just like, I'm just crazy. It's crazy. But when it. you go back and you think, oh, I have to edit the 70,000 word document. It is very overwhelming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've learned for me, I have many manuscripts from before that I never did because it was just too much uh, to grapple with uh, mentally. Like I have to, you know, edit this 100,000 word document. So now I, uh, that's why I snowflake. And that's why when I go, I just go because also with my world building, it's so layered. I have to hold it all in my head. Mm -hmm. And I just try to keep it really consistent. So things that happen in chapter one will come back in chapter 30, you know, and I remember what everything is because I just did it the, like six hours. Before. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That yeah. helps a lot because I think that's why I had such a hard time finishing my last trilogy is because I took such a long break between book two and three and I don't outline. So I had to like go back and reread it mm, and right. then try to like get my mindset back into it. And yes. that's why now yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just writing like until I'm done. Like there's no there's no breaks. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I love that. And I write, I do outline and I do have a very significant book Bible. So, mm. but yeah, so that's what I like to do research and first draft. I love it. I love it. Okay. Rose, what is uh, part of the book that you have the most fun writing? So the thing that I love writing is friendships. So, mm. um, and I have kind of discovered that about myself because I didn't really realize that at the beginning of my writing but I love writing friendships so I can have like this big romance or this big epic you know um, you know my character needs to save her kingdom but I always have these really strong fun friendships and it's my favorite thing and I was thinking about it the other day because you know I was thinking about the questions for today's uh, podcast and I was thinking about my love of friendships and I think you know the book that came to my mind right away was The Maze Runner because that yeah. is a story uh, that you know dystopian they're trying to get out of the maze it's to me a story about friendship and I love all those characters as they were trying to work together the boys trying to work together and some of them not not together to get out of the maze right and it's just really a story about friendship and so I think that's where my love of friendship comes from from that story and I'm trying to think of like others where there's a solid core friend group like a squad you know because I think mm -hmm. those squad friend groups are so much fun so it's like six of crows yeah so I love mm -hmm. writing friendships you know like in the final life series I have Dominique and her best friend infinity and to me you know infinity like really was a scene stealer because every mm -hmm. time she was doing something with Dominique she was just doing something so ridiculous and funny well and she's sassy sassy yeah mm -hmm. and um just funny but still within this realm of these, you know, horrible things happening, she kind of gave the book some levity, right? And so in Faye Bloodlines, I have the same thing with Julio and Manny. And oh man, Manny is, I am in love with Manny. He is so much fun <laughs> and he is so ridiculous and he does some of the silliest things and he kind of brings the levity to the Faye Bloodlines. And so every time I have a scene with Manny, I just love it because it's so much fun and such a good break for all the other heaviness that's happening so um so friendships that's my that is my favorite thing to write i love it yeah you're good at it too so it's it fun fits. yeah if you love it right <laughs> yeah 
All right, Stacy. Okay, well, first of all, I'm the opposite of Kristen. <laughs> I don't like drafting. Yeah. I don't like the, like, sitting down to a blank page and typing um, is not fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, 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 like, makes me anxious. I don't know. Uh, but it might be a little bit because our processes are so different because you say you write this full outline. So you're not starting from nothing when you're actually drafting. Um, I don't like to outline. I like to have, like, a, a bit. Like, I usually know, like, the first third. Um, and then... I go from there. You know the end. I figure out the bin point. No, no idea. Me neither. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know the third. So <laughs> that is so funny. Either. I know the oh beginning and the end and nothing else. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, no, I usually yeah. the first third. Like usually, what you write in a blurb, which is what I started doing, is writing like the little summary. Mm, that's um, my outline, and I write that. How much? That <laughs> it's my outline too. There. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, do you do you build it out a little bit from there, or do you just write the? the synopsis or like the blurb and then you just start writing the novel yeah then I start writing I often um I think it's changing a little bit but I would start I would write the first chapter and the blurb and then leave it for a while and let it sit in my brain and like mm-hmm. stew interesting um and then like the first chapter helps me to get into the character's head yeah so I I know their motivations a little oh, wait, bit better do you start a story with character like you know the character I can tell Valia um, does. Yeah, she at least knows the her heart character. of the, like, in my mind, like, the vibe of the character, at least. Okay. Yeah. It's just so interesting to hear processes <laughs> yeah. because I yeah. have a story I'm working on right now. I, I'm working on the plot. I know the target market. I know the vibes I want. I don't have the characters. <laughs> and I'm, like, struggling. I'm on the struggle bus. I'm like, who is, who needs to be in this role? Yep. But, yeah. See, I think I'm led by emotion. And I think that was, like, the next part of my answer, too, is that, um, my favorite part, and I'm gonna sound like a sadist a little bit, but is the heartbreak. Like I love writing <laughs> the emotional that, like, punches. Ache. Yes, yes, that is my yes. thing. Um, so I actually kind of like like the midpoint and the um, what's the dark night of the soul? Like that the sort of dark yeah. moment. That's that's mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. So um, so yeah. So I think I start with the emotions. I don't have to know who the person is on like a, any specific level mm-hmm. I just have to know where their heart is and I think that's kind of where oh that's interesting I love that that is interesting yeah that is yeah that's cool I'll call you about my story <laughs> <laughs> she's like help me figure out who goes here I'm like is it I don't know age I don't not gender oh my gosh, like, that's funny. I don't know if we're gonna have a crew like it's yeah it, it's very rough it's a true it's, blank this character he's like this is how stories come to be. Like they're all kind of different. And this is, yeah. you know, it's its own. That's interesting. Um, so my answer will also not surprise anybody if anybody's read my books, but I love writing fight scenes. I knew it. I knew <laughs> you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. Especially sparring between like my main love interests, like I think it's in every single book that I've written. You do it so well. It's yes, it's my you do favorite. it so well. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's it's funny to me because when I start writing, like I said, it usually has a specific scene. It's usually of my two main characters yelling at each other. So that like one yell conversation kind of gives me everything I need to know about the people. <laughs> And so then I'm like, okay, these two characters, how'd they get here? And when I sit down to write, I have nothing but I do do the back of the book. Like, that's my only outline. And once I, like, have that figured out, because that requires me to name people. And so then I'm like, okay, now it has a name and now it has an argument. Like, I have an argument. Now I know who my characters are. How did they get to that argument? And we go from there. And so it's really fun for me because I feel like... I'm not really big on description. Um, I don't like description. <laughs> I skip it a lot when I'm reading. Like I like speed read, you know, like I'll I'll take my time reading like the actual conversation, but then I like speed read the, you know, the description part. Um, just because in my head, like my mind processes it really fast. So I needed to process it really fast. And so when I write, I don't spend that extra time on describing like the setting and the forest and the clothes and, you know, all that stuff. I'm getting better at it because I am learning how to be better at it. Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like my stories are very character driven versus like everything else. And they're very action driven. And so for me to spend time with my characters, like I love when they yell at each other and I love when, love when they fight. Like if I could just write that and I love first drafts, right? Because I, I can get them out really, really fast that it's like 
how many <laughs> this last book so moonlight mate <laughs> it was it was longer originally because i kept putting basically every single id that i have on my list into it and then there was just so much fighting. I'm like, nobody's <laughs> going to love my characters because all they do is fight. And they still fight a lot because like their relationship is very fighty. But I'm like, oh my goodness, I really have to take out like all these scenes because they're just fighting. So I just put them in book two. It's fine. <laughs> He'll just see them later. Well, now you're going to want new ones to put then in. Have, yeah. Those are all, you know, you could have like a whole entire document of just fight scenes. I do. And, yeah. And then just kind of plug them in. That's, That's basically nice. when I start my Scrivener, like, because I write in Scrivener because it's easier for me to just, like, because I don't outline. So my only outline is when I, like, move stuff around with the folders. And I will literally will have, like, just random scenes written in throughout the folders where it's, like, fights. And then I'll just put it where I need to and I expand that it. chapter. So if so, I need a fight scene, I'll call. <laughs> I will there you call go. you. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I they're my favorite. It's the best. And then like every time I watch a movie, I'm like, oh, that's a good fight scene. Oh, that's a good move. That's a, and my parents are just like, shh, <laughs> stop talking <laughs> and let us enjoy this. I'm like, no, but look how she does that. Look how he does that. Anyway, that I actually do that. I will go back and watch fight scenes and then I'll type them. Oh, nice. Have you seen any TikTok videos like that? Because there's some amazing like sword people. Yes. On yeah. I love their all the self-defense stuff. I'm like, first of all, using it for myself if I ever need to. Uh, but second of all, like my girl is going to use this 100 um, percent. Yeah. So that, that part of research yeah. I love. That is why you need to sign up for Krav Maga. <laughs> I know, right? It's the uh, best. I need to. Do you have any new bruises, Rose? I forgot about well, your abuse. But yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was. I had a br I had a bruise on my like eye right here on the side, like right there. Anyway, it's hardcore, but I haven't been in a while because I was really sick with COVID, oh, right. and so um, I still feel like I I haven't like I, of course I'm negative. I I have been COVID free for a week. But I still feel like I'm just not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of like not myself. But yeah. <laughs> it'll be a while, sadly. Yes. I'll say, Valia had it for like months. Yeah, I yeah. remember. And then I it even... was like six months later. I'm like, uh, I'm still dying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. um, and I took a COVID test yesterday because I'm like, OK, maybe I had a rebound. Maybe I have it again because I was feeling really yucky mm -hmm. yesterday. And I took a COVID test. And of course, I was negative. But um. Yeah, I just need to shake it. I haven't been able to shake it yet. Yeah, I just sits. I like that you're like, it's been a week. I should be better now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. No. It's like, I don't have time for this. I'm going to Disney yeah. at the end of the month. And so I need to like hurry up with this whole like struggle. Feeling better. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. Um, okay, so my last question for us to like officially discuss is... Um, what is something you must have in your writing space in order to write? Kristen. No oh, sleep. I, I'm like, should I go first? Because mine is, I'm, I'm pretty chaotic in my office. So really what I need is my notes, <laughs> which I have in like 80 different notebooks and I have a lot of pens but it's not like I need a, a coffee or, you know, mm -hmm. like a something, something like Tess has um, a printed out sheet with inspirational photos of her characters. Mm -hmm. so I was like, wow. Such a good idea. And her, her office space looks all classy. Like it's Instagram. <laughs> Mine looks like a bomb went off. My <laughs> husband says, I like to keep my office looking like a robber came in. <laughs> <laughs> like how do you find anything I'm like don't touch anything right I know where everything is that is funny so That's for me funny. it's just I have to have access to my um massive amounts of notes like even last night we were watching a show and I grabbed my phone because they um they were talking about how to survive in the jungle and I was like I need all my notes <laughs> so I have a I have a like survive jungle survival notes and I was like adding to my jungle survival notes because research yeah <laughs> it's my favorite so yeah and the sad thing is, is I, I knew exactly where my jungle survival notes were right in my phone and I could add to them. So, yeah. 
That's hilarious. Welcome to my my. But also this, not everybody surprising on this at all. is gonna, gonna know <laughs> way more about me than they wanted to know. But yeah. It makes so very, it makes sense. So, did you hear uh, Stacy's question? Do you watch Naked and Afraid? No. <laughs> Do you, you know what it is? Jungle Survival. Yeah, no, you I need to watch it. The one. It's horrifying. We're watching, we're watching like in, well, we watch a lot of Bear Grylls. And then now we're watch, we watched Alone. And then we're watching an Amazon, a guy, I think it's on. What is Alone? Disney Plus. It's where they're, they have like seven seasons and it's Colby from Survivor is the host. I think it's called Alone. Oh, okay. And they yeah. have people up like in the Arctic Circle, usually in Canada, and they are by themselves and they're their own film group. It is hard more. <laughs> it's hardcore. Um, I have so many, I have stories about that. Um, crying, like people in my household crying because of things they witnessed. Oh my goodness. Really? Not my boys visitors who didn't know what they were walking into when they came over to our house they weren't prepared <laughs> we're like we watch survival shows and so yeah so this was an amazon one and my boys so i i kids and they were discussing the difference between what bear grills would do in that situation versus this guy and i was over there just making frantic notes <laughs> wow that's awesome yeah that's yeah i I feel like all this should just be cut out, Volume. No, like, random. <laughs> Why? Like, oh, this, this is, is just awesome. Life. No. Right? Okay. Anyway, Rose, you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am uh, currently without an office because my precious daughter is here until she moves to San Francisco. She moves August the 1st, but she's been here since she graduated from college, which was two Mays ago. And um, uh, so she's in the office with all her big setup, right? And so I have, I'm pointing down at this desk and it, <laughs> it goes up and down, but it's the size of a little bit more than my laptop. So it's small, right? And it's on wheels and I can wheel it around the house. And so sometimes I'm in this room, sometimes I'm in the kitchen or my bedroom or whatever. I can't keep a lot of stuff on here. So all I have, and I'm going to show you because I actually have it right now, is my protein bar from Beachbody okay. <laughs> and water. That's it. <laughs> That's all I need. But, um, but I roll around, so I don't know what that means. But <laughs> means to just grab stuff when you need it yeah I roll around and sometimes I'm standing up sometimes I'm sitting down and then of course I always have Penny who's wanting my attention and she's in the other room right now so I always have my water um my little snack my protein bar and Penny <laughs> Penny is Rose's dog yeah. for anybody that doesn't know <laughs> everyone needs to go uh, to my Instagram or my TikTok because you'll see a lot of Penny Yes. You won't see any of Daisy. I have another dog too, but she doesn't get a lot of FaceTime because she is terrified of the camera. Like if oh. I hold up my phone, like to take a picture of her, she'll like slink away and like kind of hover. Like, I don't know what she thinks is going to happen. Wow. So, um, so I just kind of roll around the house grabbing the stuff that I need which is not a lot I don't have a lot of notes because I don't do um an outline I am a pantser um I do have a lot of notes though on my laptop so I'll pull up my style sheet if I need to look at something and that's basically it I'm pretty easy I don't know low maintenance <laughs> it works yeah, it works for you. That's all that and matters. And clean too. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Yeah. So she doesn't have a desk to. Uh, I don't have, have a desk. bomb go off on. I don't have anything yeah. on here. Yeah. I'm looking around my office area, going, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny." It's okay. We can't uh, see it. It's fine. I was gonna say what I see is just a blank yeah, wall. That's yeah. right. That's what she's, she's like. Yeah. yeah. Neat and tidy. It's like my. Oh my gosh, but also, funny. my husband's out of town, and I am very tempted to take everything out of my office and rip the floors out. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, 
backstory. My husband, my that husband I does my, construction. My writing space is a floor. My husband does so. construction, but he's like, we're not remodeling on this house. So, but if he comes home and the floors are ripped out, like he has to help me put them back together. Right? <laughs> I dare you to do it. Will you do it? That's not passive aggressive. I dare you. <laughs> Kristen, well, normally oh do it, right? Normally he, <laughs> I just am like, hey, honey, you take it all out. Also be careful with the baseboards because I want them to go back in because they're nice baseboards. But he is refusing and he usually will just like, if I'm like, let's remodel the kitchen. He's usually like, okay. So this is, we've been married for over 20 years. So this is the first time he's like, how about we take a break? And I'm like, wait, I don't understand. You're like, what? I Who are you? <laughs> kitchen. Like I can, anyway, I'm off track. Sorry, go ahead, Stacey. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> um, I think my answer to the question is the thing that I need in order to write is my computer. And that's it. I Easy. Think. I like, yeah, I, oh, anywhere. I'll be in bed, type in, I'll be in my, I, we have an office kind of, but it's like a shared office. And um, yeah, I was at the kitchen table more often than anything, go to Panera Bread. Um, if I have my computer, I'm good to go. That's it. Wow. I don't need music, but I usually use music. I don't need coffee, but I like coffee, so I have coffee a lot. But uh, that's it. Oh, that's the other thing I, I was going to say when I saw this. I was like, I need silence. Mm. Uninterrupted for four hours. See, I th- yeah, I think silence maybe is bad. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting? Like, Because there's a lot of writers who need like white noise or they need music. And I'm like, if it is not silent for four hours, then yeah. That's funny. I am apparently high maintenance, but I am okay with it. (laughs) No, um, for the longest time, I didn't have an office. And now that I do, I like try to make it as my, as much as my space as possible kind of thing when I write, just because that way it's like, I live in my office now (laughs) because I work full time. And so I do marketing, I do other stuff and whatever. And so it's like when it's time to write, I try to make do certain things to make sure that my brain is like it's time to write now kind of thing. Um, So one of the things that I do now is like Jurassic Park uh, rain. (laughs) It's a three hour YouTube. It's literally rain noise in jurassic park so you just hear like the little dinosaurs roar every (laughs) now and then it's my most favorite thing ever it's just on repeat um i don't have to have the i um you know uh headphones on it just needs to be you know in the background um i always try to get like i will turn on my fairy lights that you can't see over here they're next to me (laughs) right here and then like um yeah and then everything goes dark on my screen i will turn everything off and i will do like that mode on scrivener i think word does it too where it's like no interruption so you just can just like focus with the noise um and yeah and i always have like a notebook with a pen just in case i want to like jot something down next to me but that's like not a necessity but yeah i try to i've I've started doing that where i'm like okay if i'm writing this is what i'm gonna do um and it helps to get my brain out of like the business mode into the creative mode a little bit more um and I do need coffee, 100%. <laughs> I actually know. I need. I just need a drink. I need to make yeah. sure that there's a drink here yeah. so that I'm not interrupting myself and getting up to go get it. Um, because I do get up. I do have a stand desk now, so that helps a lot because I don't have to leave my office to stretch and whatever. I can just, like, literally lift it and keep typing if I have my water here and stuff like that. So um, a little high maintenance, but I'm okay with it, so it's fine. I think that's awesome. <laughs> It, it's taken a long time to get here. Like, I mean, I've been writing for over 10 years and this is like the first time where I'm like, okay, like I can actually do this full time and I can actually like do this the proper way where I'm like setting time aside and you know, all this stuff. Cause as chaotic as I am when I'm writing, I plan like every minute of every day. Like I have to have structure everywhere else, yeah. but when I write, it's just chaos. <laughs> so I'm okay with that if I prepare myself for chaos by turning on my Jurassic Park, having my water and my fairy lights on, you know? Um, nice. I love it. Are you excited for Jurassic World this weekend? Uh, I am going on Thursday night. Thank you very much. We are oh, actually... That's a yes. That is Sunday. a 100% yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> my most viral TikTok is literally me watching the trailer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I woke up... Uh, that morning and I was like everybody come see this trailer like my mom walked into my office to say good morning and I was like oh my gosh come here and she's like oh what's going on you're so excited to see me I'm like no just watch this trailer (laughs) she's like I thought you were 
excited to see me. I'm like, I am. Please watch the trailer. But um, I hope it does not disappoint. That's all I have to say. Please let it be good. Here's my thing, okay? Everybody hated Jurassic World 2. Well, Fallen Kingdom. Everybody did. And I loved it because it had... it just had everything that the set it's like if you if you look at it as the original trilogy the first movie mirrors the first the second movie mirrors the second and the third movie mirrors the the third so like the third movie will probably be disappointing to a lot of people who are super critical but i'm gonna have a good time because it's gonna have all my favorite actors all my favorite dinosaurs yes and that's all i need like they're my comfort movies, so yeah. I'm just excited. Okay, I anyway, am so sorry. excited that the original characters are going to be in that movie. Mm-hmm. I am so excited. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. And they it's, look so great. My gosh. They do. Yes. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, I can talk about that whole thing for a whole episode. I think we're going Sunday. Yeah? Nice. Um, I work Thursday. Hubby works Friday. I work Saturday. <laughs> nice so So arizona has um or at least phoenix has like the sin one it's like 80 feet it's like the biggest movie theater screen um around i don't know if it's the biggest in the states or if it's just the biggest in this state but that's where we're seeing it so i am so ready (laughs) and excited Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. I want to see it this weekend. However, I also want to see Top Gun Maverick. Oh, that was so good. I haven't seen it yet, and um, I have to see that <laughs> first. Richard <laughs> says talk to me, Goose. So nice. She is exactly. On top of it. I have got to see that movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I highly recommend. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> that side conversation happened but i do think we'll wrap it up here um if you guys have any other questions that we didn't cover because i mean we only covered three questions but ask ask us ask us on our instagram at reading queens pod and then make sure to check out our patreon i will link this below everything below um yeah i'm excited for our patreon i'm excited to do more of these kind of conversations too we'll probably do more writing talks if you guys want more writing talks also let us know (laughs) um but yeah also before you go please give us a follow on your favorite podcast platform and leave a star rating or a review and then tell everybody to come hang out with us because obviously we have fun and we're awesome we're amazing and yeah let's do this so (laughs) yeah next episode wonderful chaos wonderful chaos We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone.